Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 and a Harry Potter special of Hands Up, the education podcast that takes a light-hearted look at all the quirks that make being a teacher, an educator or just part of a school a truly unique experience. My name is Jordan Firth, I'm a Year 1 teacher and I'm joined remotely by fellow teacher, co-host and co-creator Mark Tomlinson. Hello! In this episode for his famous fictional school, Mark will be looking at Hogwarts, of course. I'll count down the things you'd overhear students saying in the Hogwarts corridors, and for our teacher talking point, we're talking about what extra CPD you'd need on top of your current teacher training to get a job there. It's great to have you with us, so pour yourself some butterbeer, grab a pumpkin pasty or crack open a chocolate frog, and let's get started. Hello, Mark. Are they um, all references to Harry Potter? <laughs> I was just going to open with saying that I, I'm really excited for this episode because I am a quite a big Harry Potter fan. So I grew up with the books and with the movies. The actors are roughly the same age as me. So when Harry went to Hogwarts, I was starting secondary school. So they've played quite a big part in in, in my yeah. life. Now, what what I was going to ask you, Mark, was as from a, a, a different generation to me, if you'd like. <laughs> What's your knowledge of the Harry Potter world like? Is in have you you sort of are you familiar with the books or is, have you seen all the films? Um, What's it yeah, like? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, you know, you, Harry Potter is, has been huge for the last I don't know, 15, 20 years or something. So it's unavoidable, yeah. isn't it? And but I've got two children, as you well know, and both of them got into the Potter books when they were started where they were at an age where they were wanted to read by themselves so I've never read the books but I've seen all the yeah. films uh, but as books go I've never read one I think the the films are really well loved mm-hmm. um, and I I particularly love the first the first film especially yeah. I, I adore I like it's it's kind of the, the whimsical value about it and this brand new world you're exposed mm-hmm. to and, and they do get a little bit darker later on as I guess as Harry grows up um, I adore the first couple of films but th- there's no replacing the books the books are fantastic they're so absorbing and I, I read Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone with my whenever I have a year two class every mm-hmm. year and I just I never get bored of it so interesting to see your take on harry potter having only seen the film yeah. because i feel like i i enjoy the films mm-hmm. but only really because i love the yeah. books and i love seeing mm-hmm. certain things being brought to life yeah. i don't as films as just being standalone movies i don't right well we'll, we'll see what you think mm-hmm. of them i guess a little bit in your in your school review um but let's start with my top well it's a top 10 today actually um and as I say, that I am a huge fan of the of the Harry Potter universe, and the stories are the stories are set at a crucial time um, in the Wizarding world, um, and they quite rightly focus on the main protagonist, Harry Potter. Yeah. But what about everyone else? What about all those other students in Hogwarts that are just trying to go to school every day, <laughs> go to lessons, you know, get good grades, socialize a bit, just genuinely generally trying to have a, a normal experience or as, as normal as you can in a school of witchcraft and wizardry but then we've basically harry potter being there 
and all the nonsense that goes with it. <laughs> so here's a countdown of 10 things you might overhear students saying in the Hogwarts corridors. Ten. Can you believe Dumbledore decorated the Great Hall with Slytherin colours, letting them believe they'd won the House Cup, then told them they'd won the House Cup before giving Gryffindor the few extra points they needed to overtake Slytherin and win the House Cup? Yeah, that was a dick move. I've always questioned Dumbledore's logic here. Dumbledore's logic of, ooh, look at this house full of ambitious and prideful wizards with a history of turning evil. It'd be a shame if some authority figure were to embarrass and alienate <laughs> them. <laughs> like, why, why would you do that? <laughs> oh, mate, I drank so much last night. Yeah, how many butterbeers did you have? Well, we had pre-drinks in the dorm and I had like three or four and then, then we went to Hogsmeade and I must have had 10 or 12 there and then we came back and I had three or four more so that makes... how much? Um, oh, I wish someone at this school had taught us math. <laughs> Do they not... yeah, they're, they're not taught maths are they at um, Hogwarts? This is using my proper nerdy Harry Potter knowledge here but I think mm -hmm. there is a subject that Hermione takes called arithmancy which is like the right. magic of numbers which i think is like their version of maths but and they could only take that from the third year and it was like an like a not like an optional one like a subject you had to choose so not everyone would choose right. it so yeah I'd, i don't know what their curriculum <laughs> is like in terms of the mm -hmm. core subjects so I hear that the instructions in this year's potions textbook are all wrong on purpose and that only one copy has got the right ones handwritten in. Let me guess. Harry Potter got the good copy? Yep. I hate this school. Oh, I got put in Slytherin. I mean, I knew I was a bit of an asshole, but I didn't think I was like cartoonishly evil. I made the Quidditch team, but I'm not a seeker, so it doesn't really matter. Is a seeker, is that the, like a centre forward, is it? He, so yeah, so in Quidditch, um, the seeker is the one who, who chases the golden snitch. Have you seen one of those yeah. before? The, yeah, the yeah, tiny. yeah. And if you catch the golden snitch, you get, I think it's 150 points yeah. for your team. So basically, really, if you catch the snitch, you... You win. Can can you only win by catching the snitch? The game the game is finished when the snitch is caught. So, so, it, so it doesn't you, matter how many points you score prior to the snitch being caught. No. So if if a, if a team scored one hundred and sixty points, let's yeah. say, and you'd not caught anything, and you caught the snitch, the game would be over, and they would have won by ten points. But realistically. You know, if I think it's like, I think it's maybe ten points um, if they score like a normal goal. So you've got to get a pretty decent lead. Do you understand this house point system? Huh. Nah, I think Dumbledore just makes it up as he goes along. <laughs> Four. I just want a consistent professor for my dark arts module. Every year we get a loony who's dead before they can mark everything. I've done about twelve assignments and I've not had feedback on any. Where's my two stars and a wish? Three. Sorry, I couldn't make it to your Quidditch game, mate. I had detention for being late. Even though I was literally about a minute away from the classroom and the stairs moved me to a completely different floor. But anyway, how'd it go? Well, we were f 14 goals up and then their seeker accidentally swallowed the snitch. So... Two. Look, if they're giving us 10-page assignments, then 
fine, but I'm muggle-born, and in the muggle world, we have these things called pens and notebooks. I swear to God, these feathers and brittle pieces of yellow parchment paper are so annoying. Are the are the muggles the free school meal children? <laughs> hey, they muggles are uh, people of a non-magic background, right? Uh, okay. Like like you and I. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you reckon. What? Do you ever just feel like a side character in your own life? I need a bell. Ding 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 ding. Do you know what? You do need a bell for this episode. I should have, I should have. You're right. Delivered it to your house. You're right. The one. bell needs to be in my house this week. Let's take a look at our teacher talking point this week. And I tweeted out the other day that if asking if you were doing a PGCE in the Wizarding World, what extra. CPD would you need on top of normal teacher training because obviously we're we're well equipped to teach in muggle schools but Hogwarts is a very different place um so let's see what some of you came back with uh, at James McCordy says he would want to know about defense against the dark arts of course um so that's what a mockstead is isn't it defense against the the dark arts that's how <laughs> That's how we prepare, isn't it? Um, Peter Spencer uh, asked a few questions. What counts as a non-negotiable at Hogwarts? How many student deaths before it's put in special measures? When was the last time Dumbledore <laughs> carried out a deep dive with the subject leaders? And Defence Against the Dark Arts definitely needs monitoring. Defence Against the Dark Arts is... Uh, a sub- I think they basically have a, a different teacher every year because... Many of them die for Defence Against the Dark Arts teachers. Um, so I think, you know, high staff turnover for any school always raises a few red flags, doesn't it? Um, if you're yeah. if you're job hunting. So I bet there's a few few people out there on their Wizarding Council website. Oh, look, Defence Against the Dark Arts job going back up at Hogwarts. Come up again at Hogwarts. Shall I go for it, love? <laughs> no, uh-huh. better not. <laughs> um at Mr. H, the teacher said he'd want to learn defence against the deep dives. Uh, at Miss S. Windet says um, she'd like to know some uh, safeguarding wizard style. So what to do if your students turn each other into slugs, um, hexes and curses and how to avoid them, uh, care of magical creatures. Um, so you want to learn to fly an enchanted stick and other Quidditch fun. And she says she won't even mention the safeguarding risk assessment that would be needed for the Triwizard Tournament. Oh, um, yeah, I read about that, the Triwizard Tournament. That sounds, it's not like, it's not like rugby on a Saturday morning, is it? It's not, not very inclusive, uh, the Triwizard Tournament, I always feel. And again, this is what I mean by that comment of people saying, do you ever feel like a side character in your own life? Because it's essentially four schools watching just four people compete in this game. Only one person from Hogwarts, which just happens to be Harry Potter, who just happens to be not old enough, and yet somehow he gets chosen. Oh no, it's Harry and someone else actually, but the other person dies, literally gets killed. So spoiler alert for that one. Uh-huh. Um, so they, I guess, where the safeguarding risk assessments come in there, where they are um, pit against dragons and they have to go underwater and and rescue their classmates from mer people but it's not really a, sp- a spectators game the try with the tournament i mean great for us watching it on a film but you know you've got all these students stood by a lake all the actions happening underwater they're all yeah. sat spectating this huge maze game they can't see what's going on they 
they're, they're all sat around an arena watching Harry take on this dragon, and then they both just fly off. So they must be like, we, well, one, we don't even get to take part, but two, we can't even see anything. So <laughs> at Miss Pearson 89 says, um, research into whether or not putting all the naughty children in one house makes an impact on learning and behaviour in school, which again, yeah, referenced earlier with the... With the Slytherin thing. So Slytherin's, Slytherin's the naughty house, is it? Is that right? Yeah, Slytherin's the one where where most of the of the baddies come from. Right. And and maybe there's a bit of stereotype in there. You know, maybe there's mm. a there's a bit of um, don't know what it'd be houseist. You know, saying that um, not all Slytherins are terrorists, but all terrorists come from Slytherin. <laughs> that that sort it, of thing. I, I I remember watching one of the films because there's so is it in the first one where they're sorted out into house by this a hat aren't they yeah. they put a hat on their head is that right yeah so what 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 can the hat see can the hat read into their future to know that they're going to be the hat know? looks at their characteristics so if All you right. are um, let's say Gryffindor um, mm-hmm. the Gryffindors are supposed to be kind of bold and brave um, if you are Ravenclaw you're supposed to be sort of really intellectual intellectual and, and sharp right. and really fast um if you're hufflepuff i think that's more kind of your kind and a really nice person and slytherin's kind of for the really ambitious people out there and and right th- okay. that kind of um quite ambitious and maybe a little bit ruthless and 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 selfish i think Realistically, so anybody who anybody who applies to go on the apprentice. Yes, I was just, you know, I was just <laughs> thinking that as I said it. Yeah, just, those sorts of people. And I think they're supposed to be good yeah. and bad people in in each in each house. What house would you be in? I once did the um, so there's a website called Pottermore, um, and you can do a sorting hat test. I think I got put in Ravenclaw, um, right? Because I'm just so so damn witty. That must be why. At Miss Pearson eighty nine also said that she wants to, still wants to know if there's such a thing as wizard primary school. Ah, so is is Hogwarts a secondary school then? Do mm. they go when they're yeah. 11, 12 or whatever? Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. um, I don't think there is because wizards are either Muggle born and then they get told that they have magic in them and they're going to Hogwarts, or they are. Um, born into a wizarding family and i think i read somewhere that the weasleys do you know the weasleys Matt? yeah yeah ron and yeah and the like <laughs> yeah um, it's gonna be my uh, specialist subject on mastermind next year <laughs> they got homeschooled i believe um so i think that they are mainly homeschooled but i mean it says a lot about you know i wonder what their spag is like <laughs> so so did because so Potter went to live with his auntie and uncle, didn't mm, he? Yeah. And so prior to him going to Hogwarts, did he just go to a state primary school? He went to primary school. Yeah, his 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 cousin, so his aunt yeah. and uncle's uh, son. They he went to a private school, but um, <clears throat> yeah, Harry just went to a comprehensive. At KD Lawrence three one one zero says um, how to look after the class pet, and she's put a gif in there of Fluffy, which is the giant free headed dog from the first book slash movie, who um, who guards the entrance to where you can get the the philosopher's stone. I mean, Fluffy is a huge, huge 
you know, vicious three-headed dog. I, I had five stick insects and I could barely keep those alive. So, so. <laughs> at Lally Nichols says using a pensive as a knowledge organizer. Um, I won't even go into what a, a pensive, pensive. I can't rather say mm. how they pronounce it, but mm. I won't even go into what that is. Uh, how to be effective in dissemination of third-tier wizarding vocabulary, which I feel like I need some vocabulary training to just get to the end of that sentence yeah to uh, understand what that means yeah <laughs> effective use of house elves as support staff and i like this forbidden forest school leader training now Ooh. do you know much of the forbidden forest in harry potter i do yeah part of my research has taken me into the forbidden forest mm, yeah, it sounds quite frightening imagine well, they use it for some kind of punishment or detention or yeah, something. yeah 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 um but huge you know these huge huge grounds at Hogwarts uh, and, and this yeah gigantic forest uh, just just at the foot of the school imagine the forest school opportunities Matt amazing yeah one two three where yeah. are you four oh. five six I'm here from three miles away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah well I'll, I'll maybe let you kind of get into the forest school or the, the the forbidden forest aspect of it, but yeah, notorious. I, I do I do I do touch on it in my rev, in my review. Yeah, a really notoriously dangerous place that students should never should never go, unless of course you got detention. In which case, uh, off you go, on your own with the <laughs> with the school uh-huh. jet, um, groundskeeper. Um, at Mrs Jinx one says, never mind CPD. I want to spend the whole inset day on a tour of the school. Which, yeah, I think most schools, it's just like, here are the toilets, here's a staff room, yeah. here's the first aid kit. Whereas in Hogwarts, it'd be like, oh, and watch out for the staircases, because they literally move. Uh-huh. <laughs> at L underscore learners says, how to never sleep, because you'll do corridor duty at night. Yeah, a bit of a step up from playground duty, that, isn't it? Going out for 15 minutes. Um... What does corridor duty, what does that entail? Just, just patrolling the corridors to make sure the kids are not f***ing around. And yeah, right. making sure that no one's out of bed. Right, okay. I imagine there's a rotor. <laughs> At Katie underscore primary 97 says, how to prevent your pupils from becoming death eaters. Also, spells to help your teaching, like getting coffee to come out of your wand. <laughs> yeah. I imagine if it, preventing your pupils from becoming death eaters, so they're the people who are on Voldemort's side, Mark. Yeah. They're the baddies. Yeah. Um, I guess like a wizarding version of the prevent training. <laughs> Basically, is the student in Slytherin? <laughs> yes or no? At Jagger's Maths says that bridging the gap between Muggleborns mm. and students from a wizarding family, which, uh, yeah, a, a good point. Um, we've got acronyms, don't we? So we have, you know, PPG, EAL, so... I don't maybe we could have MBF. You know, when you get your class list, Muggleborn family is a look yeah. oh yeah, or I don't know. Uh, MAL magic is an additional <laughs> lifestyle. lifestyle. <laughs> 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 Mr. RP says uh he'd like to know behaviour management. He says just ting the glass to tell an entire room full of students during the whole school buffet yeah. you'll be ripping them off their win because you like Harry and the rest of Gryffindor and then not get an uproar requires some pretty epic yeah. behaviour management Indeed. skills which yeah 
he does it he, he just he's got a little um just a little like little wine glass and he just taps it with a spoon and the room is silent and silent you know, yeah i remember that in the first film yeah yeah exactly and we've been you know in we've done party days at school at, at christmas yeah. and you know it's hard enough getting getting one table full of children that have got a few crisps and uh, <laughs> some little iced Cat buns quiet <laughs> yeah <laughs> let alone when they've got this huge feast where we're about to announce like the biggest the winner the biggest yeah. deal of the year so mm. yeah I'd, I'd like to i'd like to go to a behavior seminar with with dumbledore <laughs> so this is it then the moment you've all been waiting for surely on the harry potter special of the podcast it's famous fictional school time yeah. for Hogwarts with Mark. Now, I have mentioned this before, that Harry Potter was a huge part of my childhood. Grew up with it. Quite important to me. So, please don't ruin it. No, I wouldn't dream of doing that, you know. And before I start, you know, I have the utmost respect for you, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, and and that's why you know you asked me at the beginning of the podcast about my experience of Potter. I've got two children, um, yeah. both of them. You know, Luke, Luke, my eldest, he read all the books, um, and my youngest, she's I think she's halfway through the third one. But they both yeah, okay. they both got into book into the books when when they were reading independently. So it was never one of those. You know, when your children are growing up and you have at bedtime and you sit and you read books to them, and so I never ever did that with either of my children. So I was never, you know, the books. I knew about the books, but I've never kind of read them myself. A because I'm an adult, um, <laughs> and they're children's books, and and there's a lot of literature out there for adults. You know, yeah. so when I go to the <laughs> when I go to my local library for my bedtime reading. I go to the adult section. I don't go to the children's section because I'm an adult. Um, so obviously when we agreed to record the Harry Potter special, I knew I would have to do a considerable amount of research into Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Mm. Uh, and I have to say, Jordan, what my research has unearthed has disappointed me. Really? Right. It shocked me. <laughs> yeah. And it has repulsed me. <laughs> Now, I'm a big fan of magic. I love magic. I remember one Christmas when I was young, I got my very own Paul Daniels endorsed magic set. Yeah. And there was one trick in particular which I really loved, which involved a piece of plastic and a coin. And it baffled my Uncle Frank so much that he drunkenly called me a little shit before storming out of my mum and dad's Boxing Day party before he'd even had any trifle. <laughs> um, so imagine my disappointment when I looked through the list of al alumni of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry to mm. discover that not only did the aforementioned doyen of 80s Saturday Night TV, Paul Daniels, not study there, but neither did any of history's wizarding greats. No Harry Houdini, Penn and Teller, David's Copperfield and Blaine, The Great Soprendo, Dynamo, Darren Brown, or Roy Wood. Though technically he wasn't a magician, he was just in a band called Wizard. <laughs> Which does beg the question, 
For a school as prestigious as Hogwarts, how come none of its pupils never went on to host their very own Saturday night light entertainment show on the BBC, which featured them performing magic tricks under laboratory conditions and have special guests such as Hans Moretti, who also didn't learn his trade at Hogwarts, but was able to catch a flying bullet in his teeth. And this brings me on to another issue with Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Despite it being recognised as one of the finest magical institutions in the wizarding world, and there is no arguing that if you want to learn about astronomy, charms, herbology, the history of magic, potions, transfiguration and defending oneself against the dark arts, mm -hmm. then there's no better place to be. But my question to you, Jordan, is are these considered to be transferable skills? <laughs> We've already ascertained that being educated at Hogwarts is not a requirement for hosting your own Saturday night magic show on the BBC mm. or performing card tricks to the street urchins of Bradford. <laughs> so what career opportunities are available to the pupils of Hogwarts once they have left the school, other than the role of teacher at the school or a job at the Ministry of Magic, the governing body of the magical world. As anyone working in secondary education will tell you, Jordan, every school should have a stable, structured careers programme that provides quality information on future study options and labour market opportunities. Sadly, for many leaving Hogwarts, they're going to find out that a few choice incantations and the ability to fly a Nimbus 2000 is not even going to get you a foot in the door for the vacant Saturday job at Windsor's World of Shoes. <laughs> the school is clearly not preparing the pupils for a life after education. Of course, they may have the ability to withstand mind control and certain types of torture, or know which spell to use to get rid of pesky dementors. But when are those skills ever going to come up on an employee spec for a part-time job at Boots? I mean, how are these skills going to help them at interviews? Um, for your next question, Mr Weasley, we would like to give you a scenario. You're on the till during a very busy Saturday afternoon and a customer is wanting to include a tube of Durex lube as part of the three-for-two offer on beauty products. Despite the point of sale being very clear that prophylactics and sex aids are not part of the deal. How might you manage this situation bearing in mind Boots dedication to providing exemplary customer service? Um, oh that's easy. I would use a transfiguration spell to change the lube into a can of Lynx Africa. <laughs> uh, right, thanks Mr Weasley, we'll be in touch. Schools are also supposed to be a safe place for children of all ages. As parents, we put our faith and trust in the education establishments that our children attend, and we are provided with the relevant information about a school before we make the decision where we are going to send our children. I wonder if anywhere in the Hogwarts Prospectus does it mention that the only way to get to the school is by a special train or on a boat. There's no walking bus manned by stay-at-home mums wearing high-vis jackets and yoga pants. Does the school's website highlight the fact that it's surrounded by a dense forest that houses werewolves, centaurs and giants? Or that the building is filled with ghosts? Or that a giant serpent slithers through the plumbing? 
Or does it even feature a getting to know you section where parents can find out a little bit more about the three-headed dog that lurks in the school grounds? And don't get me started on the teachers. Granted, most of the witches and wizards put in charge of moulding the minds of the young magicians at Hogwarts are some of the most powerful and most respected names in the wizarding world. But like in most schools, there are a few bad apples who would not have got a foot in the door if the school had a robust, safer recruitment policy in place. From Quirinus Quirrell to Gilderoy Lockhart, that school, the school has a long history of employing teachers who make South Park's Mr Garrison look like Mr Miyagi. <laughs> but the worst of the lot has to be the Death Eaters, Amicus and Electo Caro, who use torture spells as a way of punishing the children. I mean, what's wrong with just missing a few minutes off of playtime? <laughs> and then, what I unearthed during my final bit of research repulsed me. <laughs> Some of the students go by the names of Nymphadora Tonks, Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington, <laughs> Olive Hornby, <laughs> Moaning Myrtle, Armando Dippet, and Luna Lovegood. Now, I've got this friend, right, <laughs> who during lockdown has almost completed something that he, he calls Pornhub. And he has told me that these students have names oh similar to the names that feature in some of his favourite films on this website. Now, to verify my friend's claim, I've done a bit of research, Jordan. You'll be pleased to know, not on the school laptop, but I looked on my son's iPad. Turns out he's also familiar with Pornhub. Anyway, that's another story. Now, oh my God. I'm not for one minute suggesting these kinds of films are made at Hogwarts. I mean, they probably put that in the prospectus if they did. But it does make me wonder whether characters such as Nymphadora Tonks and Moaning Myrtle are what draw adult males to a series of children's novels, which in turn leads to a whole host of other questions. So yeah, attending Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry is probably not going to open any doors for you at the BBC, let alone the chance to work in a discount shoe shop on a desolate retail park on the edge of Wigan Town Centre. And yes, its recruitment of sadists, sociopaths and psychopaths make the school no different to the current Conservative Party or indeed any Conservative Party. And class lists do read like the end credits of Saturday Night Beaver. But when you do graduate from Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, you will at least know how to use a spell to fetch the TV remote without getting up off your backside. And that's just as impressive as getting a 2-2 in theatre studies from Sunderland University. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I thought when we were talking about PGCEs or and stuff like that and, and routes into teaching to get into Hogwarts, I didn't wonder if you drop in some sort of arts <laughs> or drama degree and you saved it right for the end. Well, Right to the end, yeah. I mean, only you, Mark, could get the words Durex Lube sex aids and Pornhub into a review of children's book. <laughs> that <laughs> was my main goal. Review of Hogwarts. Um, so, <laughs> thanks. 
I basically, when I did my research, all I was looking for was the filth. Yeah, sure. That's what I was I, looking I, for. It has always, you know, raised a few questions. You know, you've got a school full of hormonal teenagers mm-hmm. who live there, you know, the, and so, uh, you know, are with each other all the time. They sleep in the same, um, you know, building. With, so all these hormonal teenagers with access to magic... Yeah, they, you know, you can drink a polyjuice potion, potion, and look like whoever you want. I mean, there's mm. got to be a bit. Tom of an, Hardy. There's got to be a bit of an industry in that, surely. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, interesting. What I will add is that you know, wizards won't go for jobs. They might go for a job in wizard boots, but in which case, um, tra- transfigure, transfiguring something, it should, would would be fine. I don't know what the you know, there's there's Diagon Alley, isn't there? So maybe they'd all end up working in a in a shoe shop on on Diagon Alley if you. Can. Oh yeah, that's the that's 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 the street. Looks a bit like York, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like yeah, looks like the shambles. Looks like the shambles. Yeah. Do you know what the spell would be to uh, summon the TV remote, Mark? Go on, I don't know. What would it be? Expelliarmus. I don't know. No. So to summon something, I, I, now I'm not sure about the pronunciation. It's A double C I O. So it's like Accio, Accio, um, and oh, then you yeah. s- then you say what you want. So Accio, Accio, TV remote, and it would, and it would come to you. That's how Harry uh, defeated the or got the egg from the dragon in the Triwizard Tournament by summoning his broom to him, so he could fly around it. So. Oh well, thanks for spoiling that. But I'm halfway through that book. <laughs> Is that? <there, laughs> yeah, I mean, they're about fifteen no, years old now, aren't they? <laughs> you so. know, if I like those uh, adult comments, they, um, they, re- and I, and I regret doing this now, but they release two covers for every book, so a children's cover, because as you say, they are children's books. But then they also did like adult covers as well, um, so All they right. look less. Childlike. If you were to read it on the yeah. train, um, yeah. you know people wouldn't judge you or whatever. And all yeah. the way through, I got the the children's one, and then the last book must have come out as I was maybe just a little bit older. For some for some reason, I bought the last book with the adult cover on it, and I've always regretted that because when I when I see my Harry Potter book collection on my bookshelf, mm. and it's like all the matching spines of all the children, yeah. and then you get to the last one, and it's just this boring grey one. Like Fifty Shades of Harry Potter, something like that. It, it really, really <laughs> frustrates me. I used to do a very similar thing with Razzle. So I'd buy Razzle and then I'd buy Gardener's Weekly so I could read Razzle on the train. So I'd have it inside the Gardener's <laughs> Weekly. So people didn't know that I was, you know, <laughs> reading a top shelf magazine. <laughs> There you go. We've got a we've got a ding in there for this episode. Yeah. I, I mean, I can guess. What were you dinging? Gardener, can, Gardener's I Weekly guess, Magazine or Razzle? I can guess what a Razzle is <laughs> in the context of what you're saying, but um, it's not one I'm familiar with. I've never found that in my dad's garage. So, <laughs> and that's it. Thank you so much for listening. It's rare we have anyone's attention for five minutes at a time as a teacher, let alone thirty. So, thank you so much for that. Give us a follow on Twitter at Hands Up Pod and keep an eye out for all those posts. Um, answer the questions that we send out, and you might just feature on the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, pass it on to someone else, another teacher, educator, or just someone who you feel might enjoy listening. In this case, maybe a Harry Potter fan. 
tell them to maybe stop listening just as Matt does his famous fictional school if they don't want their <laughs> childhood ruined <laughs> and uh, and don't forget to subscribe give us a quick rating if you can or even better leave us some feedback with your preferred podcast provider that's all for this one class dismissed right uh, I'll see you later Mark yeah see you guys see you take care yep right Mark you said you need to press end meeting. I can still, I can still, I can still see you at the moment, Mark. You need, Mark. Akio Pornhole. No, Mark. No, you need to press. Mark, Mark, stop, stop.